Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Well, there's a lot of weird things that go on when it comes to the homeless problem in Southern California, particularly in Los Angeles. But uh, this one strike a new note. And apparently it's uh, business owners in the Beverly Grove neighborhood of Los Angeles. And it's interesting that yesterday... The tabloid, the Daily Mail of the United Kingdom, had this explosive headline about homeless people in Beverly Hills. Mm. But I think what they were really talking about was more this Beverly Grove neighborhood of Los Angeles. Yes. Uh, because it makes a big difference because Beverly Hills tends to take care of its homeless problem. And well, Los Angeles, as we know, well, does not do much. Channel 7 did a three-minute story on this, highlighting the uh, the centerpiece, which was a naked woman laying on a uh, large... Living room sofa. Yeah, it's kind of a plush uh, sofa. Uh, You're right. Uh, it's ornate, kind of ornate looking. That's right. And and on either side of the sofa are two dressers, so it looks like a grand bedroom. And yeah, uh, there is a, there is a dresser there. You're th- right. There are uh, there are either towels or rugs or sheets, uh, cloths, blankets strewn about. Take, there's a shopping cart. It must take they, some time to get that there. Yeah, it, it, it looks like a small apartment now. 
Well, did she key. hire movers to bring that to that to that street corner? Or <laughs> this is San Vicente, you said. San right? Vicente. It's a north south street. It, it's south of the Beverly Center, the big big uh, shopping mall. And on the right side of the street, as you're going south, is Beverly Hills. And there's not a single homeless person on that side of the street. The median and the left side of the street is Los Angeles, as you're going south, and it's mayhem. <laughs> Now, this is common in areas yeah. that border the city, right? Tents, crazy people, this naked lady laying on the sofa, and on. When that, I saw a nude homeless encampment, though, I thought it was a bunch of nude people. But well, I will. We'll ask our guest. Uh, okay, Doctor Ken Wright has a is an ophthalmologist and eye surgeon. He's actually known around the world. He's got a uh, a, a business a big building he owns that houses his business on the wrong side of the street, and uh, he's had to deal with. Because I remember when I would drive past there every day on the way to the old station, never saw any of this. When I used to go to Dr. Wright's office for my son, never saw any of this. Uh, this is now just an absolute disaster. Uh, let's get Dr. Ken Wright on uh, to talk about what he has seen spring up in front of his eyes. Uh, Dr. Ken, how are you? Good, John. Good to be with you, um, Ken and John. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, she's got a little apartment there in the median strip. When did this start? I think the, you know, it's been over COVID. It got so it was getting worse, but over the past year, it's just exploded. I think the uh, tour buses are going to go by for, and they're going to bypass Beverly Hills and go up uh, San Vicente just to, to see her apartment. Yeah, she's got a little apartment there on the median strip, and she just lays out there naked on the sofa. Has this been going on for a while? Yeah. Yeah, for a while. I think it's been about three or four weeks. She was on the other side of the building for a while, and then I think she wanted to move up, you know, closer to Beverly Hills. And a little chilly, isn't it? <laughs> it's a little chilly for her. That is true. And, and anyway, no, nobody, it's a disaster. Nobody oh, in has this... anybody tried to talk to her? Nobody in the city does anything? Yeah. Yeah, well, Deborah, she's, uh, she rents uh, an office from me, and she went over and talked to her, tried to, but... Uh, these people are really, uh, unfortunately, they have mental illness, and you really can't talk to her. It's, they're not in reality. It's, it's a shame, actually, that they allow people with a mental illness just to, uh, to, to be there on the street without, without help. I mean, it's, it's really horrible. Where does this stuff come from? She had somebody bring the couch there? I mean, how does it just show up? Yeah, I, you know, I'm not sure. There's also, if you go down the street a little ways, there's a car that just sits there, and the people are living in it. It's a convertible. And people are living in the car too. It's it's bizarre and it's sad. Now you have this new city council member, the Katie Yaroslavsky. That's your council district representative. Correct. And I've been emailing them. I have over thirty-five emails, and they're real nice. Uh, they respond, but nothing's happening. I've talked to uh, Officer O'Brien, super nice guy, great police officer, and he says my hands are tied. Police. Police chief says, leave them alone, and the mayor says, don't touch them. In fact, I got cited for a hedge which went over the sidewalk just a little bit, <laughs> and I got cited a citation. And by the way, an encampment right on my other wall on Orlando went up in flames. I had $25,000 worth of damage, no! and nobody did anything. No! This, this is insanity. Well, Beverly Grove is where that <laughs> man was stabbed to death in his own backyard. We did that story. Why? Why? Will they not do something Ken, for the? By the way, Ken, that's exactly right. That's they got stabbed just right by my my office in a beautiful neighborhood. 
by a homeless person who went over the fence. He was watering his lawn and he got stabbed to death. That's that's exactly right, Ken. Yeah, that was well, really sad a couple why, years back. Why will they not help a woman who's laying naked on a sofa outdoors for a month? I mean, what possible reason do they give for this? They don't give a reason. Uh, they don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> the truth is we shut down mental health institutes, especially Camarillo State Hospital, which at the at, at their max had 7,000 inmates. And they blame Ronald Reagan for cutting the budget. But the truth is that in 1967, implemented in 1972, there's an act that prevented us from committing people to mental health industry, uh, uh, facilities unless they were acutely dangerous to themselves or someone else. So that 7,000 went down to 800. And then in uh, 1996, they just closed it. There were no inmates. So they're allowed uh, to, to leave. And so they left. Okay. But, but because she's naked, isn't there anything doing with obscenity rules or anything they can do? Sure. Absolutely. For example, they had tents on the sidewalk. So I have a pediatric population come see me. I'm a pediatric eye doctor. And they'd had to put their strollers in the street to go around the encampment. And there's so many laws that you cannot obstruct a public throughway. So they're not enforcing the laws. They were actually tied their tents to my building, which is trespassing. They're not enforcing the laws. Now, why in Beverly Hills, which is across the street from you, there's nothing. Sure. What do they do? Well, when I ran for Congress, you know, I ran for Congress two yeah. and a half times. But anyway, when I ran for Congress, I met with the Beverly Hills administration. I said, how do you guys do it? And they, they were really uh, upfront. And they said, we rent six apartments in West Hollywood. And those are available for homeless people. So the police say to the homeless person, we have a place for you. And of course, the homeless person says, I don't want to go to your apartment. And so guess what? They go to, across the street and they're at, my, they're at my office. So they enforce the law. And we have not been enforcing the law. So you need to do two things to solve this problem. You need a place to go, and then you need to enforce the law. If you just have a place to go and you don't enforce the law, guess what? It's not going to work. Well, this, well, is, this, this is statement from, from Katie Yaroslavsky, it sounds like uh, she calls it, first of all, unacceptable for businesses and people that live. And she said, we're going to find work hard to locate housing and services. So is anybody out there talking to this woman trying to place her? Uh, not seen that. Not but seen the that, problem right. is just moving them out. Someone's going to replace them. You need to enforce vagrancy laws. You need to enforce the laws that are on the books. You can't be naked in the street. You cannot have your house on the sidewalk. They're not enforcing the law. Well, Karen, yeah, Karen Bass ran that They on, got you for whatever it was, the hedge or whatever. But Karen Bass ran on cleaning this up, not allowing this anymore. Correct. But, but all she's, you know, she's, she, her strategy is to build more houses. You cannot build enough. They're going to come from other states. If you have free housing, guess what? Well, you so yes, you're right. Yeah, you're right. If people find out they can get a nice apartment in Venice or oh. somewhere, they're going to be coming here. Well, you can't put this lady in a house anyway. <laughs> no. So, you know, and I, I've thought about this and lost these residential mental health facilities. We lost many of them. And because you cannot commit them, but what you can do is enforce vagrancy laws. So you can build, let's say, take an Air Force base and make it into a beautiful township, three meals a day, drug rehab, psychiatric area. And you tell Miss Jones, who's naked in her little apartment in the median strip, 
you can't be on the strip anymore. It's illegal. I have nowhere to go. We have a place for you. And you put her in a mental health facility, residential, or she has to have a friend or a family member, but you have to enforce vagrancy laws. And also, we should also change that law that allows people, uh, that, that prevents people from being committed when they should be for their own good. All right, Dr. Wright, thank you so much for coming on and sharing the sad story with us. We appreciate yeah, it. man, this is just the most outrageous thing. Very frustrating. Dr. Ken Wright, uh, and he's got a business there on San Vicente Boulevard, right on the border of L.A. and Beverly Hills. The Beverly Hills side is clean. The L.A. side is filled with untold numbers of tents, garbage, Including a debris. naked lady on a couch. Yeah, and you know that, that, that uh, encampment that caught fire on the yeah. side of his building, uh, they had to shut down for two weeks. Wow. Because uh, the smoke went inside the medical office building, and they couldn't, they couldn't use it for two weeks. I, I'm, I'm just beside myself. This is, the, this is the fraud of Karen Bassetti. This is the fraud of Katie Yaroslavsky. Well, now, in, and, in, in Bassetti's defense, she said she's going to go for the large problem encampments first. I think one <laughs> naked lady on a couch isn't big enough. But, yeah, I <laughs> It's outrageous, but it's... <laughs> well, there is a lot more than, than her. <laughs> no, I meant, but what they're doing, they've been trying to bring you know, down the really large ones first, like, she the said. Thing is, the thing is, I, I, if I was the mayor, if you were the mayor, I would be so embarrassed if this was my city. I would be yes. so embarrassed. It's like, no, this is not why I, I, I run the city. This is not why I ran for office, is to have this, is to have Channel 7 do three minutes... Of a naked lady living in a sofa. Katie Yaroslavsky, this is your district. You got elected. You know you could take care of this. They could all take care of this if they wanted to. They don't want to. They don't care if she dies on the sofa. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Psychos. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Coming up after 3 o'clock, our special guest will be the Riverside County Sheriff, Chad Bianco. He, along with the Riverside County District Attorney, Mike Hestron, had a big news event yesterday to point out something that we've been talking about for 12 years. It was the year 2011 when they passed AB 109, what we call the prisoner dumping bill, and they wanted to make a big media show of it to say it is awful. Uh, Jerry Brown was governor then. And uh, we'll give you the details of what it does, but basically it makes sure that the state prisons stay emptier. That was the idea, and to turn people who have some sort of parole or probation violation, turn them over to the counties to give them something called really flash incarceration, which is a few days, so that basically they bump around and commit more crimes. That's it. Why, why are so many people in government, they want us to live in a disgusting, dangerous place? And, and why is everyone putting up with it? This is like the question of the century here. This is so foul and so scary, and there's little resistance. Well, there's they a, think that uh, imprisoning people doesn't work. I, well, they're wrong. So we're part of their big experiment. But, but, but yes, but we all know better. We and we have no better. choice unless we vote these people out, so but, case closed. So why don't we replace these people? I don't because know. there aren't enough of you. Well, th- there's that many people who want all this filth and all this all this danger? Apparently so. Doesn't lead them to change anything. I don't. Have you met one of these people? It's We've been doing this long enough that I've watched it take over the state. It is. But, bit by bit. But do you run into anybody who, who believes in this? I don't talk about this stuff with people in my regular life. Not really. 
So I don't know. Everybody I know on my side of town talks about it all the time. Oh, I know. You've got those uh, West Side people who are just... Well, yeah, there's I think a that's reason. the problem. I have people that just, uh, they'd rather just live their lives. They don't pay much attention to uh, wow. these kinds of stories. So, Well, I mean, that that's why you know the West Side is, is uh, cleaner than most areas. Because the people do get roused up. Uh, I mean, they even, they even, you know, chased Bonin out. Eventually. Besides, we're in a world now where... Do you really want to get into these topics? Because if they are totally are diametrically opposed to you, it could get ugly. And but who is? Maybe you just want to enjoy a drink and right, uh, yeah, watch a game together or something. A- except when there's a naked woman sleeping on a sofa in front of you. <laughs> okay. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm, that's what I'm saying. The quality of life gets so bad. I mean, so many people are, know they're really upset that, especially the, the women, they, 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 they're afraid to go out at night. They won't walk the street at night. They're worried about getting dressed up for dinner and and wearing jewelry, carrying a purse, just looking nice. They figure that that makes them a target. They don't want to live like that. And so yeah, well, to I some think... extent, the West Side is, is cleaned up. You know, they got Tracy Park in there. I, 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 don't, I don't understand why whoever, whoever lives in uh, the San Vicente Boulevard area, how the hell would you want that? Imagine driving to work every day and you see this naked woman laying there. One of the big stories earlier this week takes us to San Francisco where they closed down a Whole Foods that had only opened a year ago. It was considered a flagship location. They say it's temporary, but word leaked out quickly that it's because of crime and drugs. Now we find out from the San Francisco Chronicle what may have been a big factor in this decision. A guy died in their bathroom. Yep, he overdosed on meth and fentanyl. And croaked on the toilet, or maybe on the floor. I don't know which. Imagine that. And in the bathroom. And you know what? If you're the guy that runs the Whole Foods and you're thinking about the liability issues and you're thinking about how this looks, they're like, we can't keep doing this. People are dying in the store. Imagine you go in uh, to buy your organic uh, gluten-free avocados (laughs) and uh, nature calls. You run into the bathroom, dead guy laying in the toilet. You're going to tell everybody you know. That Whole Foods cost them $12 million to to build, to open. $12 million, and now it's closed. Again, all these businesses, they don't donate enough money to force the San Francisco government to stop the nonsense. I mean, usually money in lobbying works. Whoever and this is what we're talking the most about. Money wins. Uh, today, right. Mayor Breed is having her moment in the spotlight because she's saying, oh, there. You see, the guy that stabbed Bob Lee to death, he knew him. This is not a random, out-of-control, crime-ridden city. She's, you guys ran with that story before you had the facts. But yeah, this is what we're talking about. I know, People I, are dying in bathrooms of Whole Foods. But, so how long do you want to argue with the crazy person? And I mean London Breed, not the dead guy in the toilet. London Breed is as nutty as the dead guy in the toilet. What is she doing as mayor? Like, doesn't Jeff Bezos have enough juice to get a candidate well, in, in San Francisco to, to, to get these guys off the streets? This may just be uh, like a dog and pony show, but apparently the San Francisco Board of Supervisors wants to hold one of its sessions in what's called the United Nations Plaza in that city and question Mayor Breed about the drug crisis there. Uh, yeah, but and like it might be one of like those dopey congressional hearings where you know a lot of people make broad, wonderful statements. No, what and, you have to do is enforce the law. It's, an, it's against the law to be on the street drugged out of your mind. It's against the law to be creating a public nuisance. 
Apparently, the plaza has become a highly visible hotspot for fentanyl use and stolen goods sales. They have an illegal drug. They're injecting it in public. Then they're passed out laying in the street. That's all against the law. You, you, but it's what uh, Dr. Wright said. He calls the cops on the naked lady on the sofa. Oh, you know, our hands are tied. Who's tying your hands? The mayor of Los Angeles, Karen Bassetti, is tying that cop's hands. What did we learn from Andy Bales when we were talking last week with the union rescue mission? It's this harm reduction thing. We well, don't want enforcement when it comes to drug problems. It doesn't. That doesn't work. Yes, yes. We want to help people manage their drug problems. If, if, if that's their reason, by now it's been proven wrong. Okay, we've had we've had like a. They're uh, not convinced yet. Oh, well, uh, well, and they're still well, in but, charge. So then maybe it's not that. Maybe they've got another agenda here because now it's been about six years, with my eyes, that I have seen this. Well, uh, Prop forty-seven is you're right. You're right. That was twenty fourteen. That's yeah, nine years. That's that nine was an, years. That was an example okay, of okay. this. Okay, so they had their run. It's clearly a massive failure. Clearly, indisputably, a massive failure. So now, what's their reason? There's something else going on here. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com dot com forward slash iheart pplsi does not provide legal representation or advice see a plan for complete terms more than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of sunny the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on from 1 to 4 every day. Then after 4, you can hear the show as a podcast. John and Ken On Demand on the iHeart app. Yeah, we get digitized. It's fun. Uh, you can also go to KFIAM640.com to download the podcast. The Moist Line is tomorrow. It's just that close. We're still collecting messages. Use the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon there, to leave a message. And don't forget to follow the app, John. The app, as it walks around town, I want you right behind it. I was out late last night following it. That's very... What did, where did it go? Anything good? <laughs> on two in the morning, you wouldn't believe. A couple of bars. <laughs> an app has a lot Passed of Passed a woman naked on a couch. and <laughs> You can call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. All right, so the big, crazy, over-the-top national story today is the arrest of a man who went by the name Jack the Dripper. Hmm. That was his handle in a Discord discussion group. Discord's Two dozen a- people who regularly discuss guns, video games, and racist memes. Oh, I'm talking about is Jack Teixeira, a 21-year-old member of the Massachusetts Air National Guard, he has been arrested in connection with the investigation into leaking classified documents this on is, the internet. He literally just took pictures of them. The this documents. is fascinating. So what this, are you crunching? I'm trying to open. Can somebody bring me a box of tissues? I'm oh yeah, I thought it sounds I, like you're opening candy or something. I, I've got. You're I've like got, that guy behind me in the movie no, theater it's who's a, got the. It's a box of wipes and the bag of wipes. It's not working. I need some real tissues because I got something tickling my nose. I got allergies oh. and I'm going to start sneezing uncontrollably. Oh, yeah. You know, I woke and up, went outside. I couldn't believe how much bloom there was. I smell flowers everywhere. Yeah, this super I feel bloom bad for you guys. This is, is uh, getting on my nerves here. Now, At least your on. eye's not red. My I'm, eye is red every single don't day. Don't use those eye drops. You'll lose an no, eye. No, I actually went to a pharmacist and I said, What eye drop can I use that will not cause me to lose my eye? And she showed me. It was. Uh, she said, "This is very safe. This one's okay." She doesn't know. Well, I'm hoping. She said that the ones that have been recalled, they don't carry. Yeah, uh, who knows? It was behind a locked door. Was it really? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, Tashera specializes in intelligence, and he was promoted to Airman First Class this past July. His chat group was called Thug Shaker Central. So uh, this guy, he's 21. Yeah, did you and, see, and he, he looks about fifteen. He 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 creates this uh, chat group. Discord is a, is where gamers get together. Is that what I wasn't sure yeah. what Discord no, was? But it, Discord I, I can is tell by the name. It's a, 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 a little a, bit of chaos. Yeah, a, a, a gamers social media uh, oh. chat area, and these guys love playing military video games, online video games. That's their thing, and they love sitting at home in their underwear and talking about the military. And probably pretending that they're running armies and navies. Bunch of and, damn incels? Yeah, it is. It's incels. It's young guys, <laughs> teenage guys. And he had access somehow to these intelligence papers. It's over 100. But he got the clearance. Yeah, he got the clearance. He, so he, he brings them home. He photographs them and posts them. And then some of the guys start posting them on, on other uh, strange social media. So apps. what was in them? I guess it was stuff about Ukraine, South oh, Korea. I saw a couple of the photos. Israel. I mean, yeah. no, it was it was real stuff. It was uh, maps of uh, Ukrainian troop movements. Yeah. They had a map with a title about the the the, the freeze this winter is going to cause the Ukrainian movement to go this way or that way. They had maps on what they expected the Russians to do. 
Is our military so hard up that a 21-year-old who really is just part of uh, the National Guard in Massachusetts can get access to this? He, what, what I heard, he was uh, based on Cape Cod, and, and he worked overnights. Yeah, but they picked him up at Fort Bragg, I believe, is what I read today. Uh, that's where I thought they stationed. got him at, a, at his house. Uh, let me see here. I saw it in one of these stories where he was arrested. But anyway, <laughs> early, early hours of a news story, you get all kinds of conflicting information. But um, yeah, they did lead him out in shorts like he was just home and yeah. out. I mean, at, at first he was walking backwards as he's coming out of the house. He's wearing red shorts and an olive T-shirt. It says and here he holds the rank of Airman First Class, has been in uniform since entering the Air National Guard in September 2019. Uh, he was based at Otis Air National Guard Base on Cape Cod. The title he has is Cyber Transport Systems Journeyman. <laughs> is 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 that enough to get access to these documents, or did he break into somebody else's file? Are these the, are these the highest level of classified documents? Well, there are there are some top secret documents. Um, I, I'm looking at one here. A lot of it's about Russian efforts in Ukraine and, okay. and stuff like that, and. Uh, uh, I think the, the stuff that came out earlier in the week, it's the, there's concerns that Ukraine is not going to be able to hold up and that if their air defenses fall, Russia will just bomb the hell out of them. There's some stuff in there about that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at one of the documents. There, there's photos that they've, they've published in some of the newspapers. And on the top, in, in red letters, it says secret. Uh, and it's got a code that it's for the USA and uh, it's for your eyes only, that kind yeah. of thing. You're not supposed to tell anybody about what you see. If you had the clearance to see this, and this is part of your job, because just you have a clearance doesn't mean you get to see all the documents. It means these are the documents that you are allowed to look at, and you can't somehow show them to anyone else. Although, from what I understand, you're supposed to be taken into a secure room. You've got to give up any camera or electronic devices, and you can look with your own eyes, and then... You have to leave, and they they pat you down to make sure you didn't steal anything, yeah. and so they keep the documents in a secure location. So somehow he got these out, or he's able to photograph them. And yeah, I'm looking at a picture. One is Russia Ukraine status of the conflict as of first of March, and it's uh, pictures uh, a map <coughs> of Ukraine, and it looks like they've got all sorts of uh, little icons to indicate uh, troop movements and stuff like that. I'm looking at one on the weather. It says Ukraine freeze favorable to vehicle maneuver projections and they have uh, a red area that is russia controlled uh, a blue area that's uh, controlled by ukraine and then it has um like a timeline color-coded when the land is frozen like it says frozen partially frozen uh mud and then green is when it the the land is is clear of ice and uh, it shows the different regions, the roadways, I think, where you can travel and how, how that's going to change over the coming months. They have February, March, April, May, June, and it goes from blue, which is frozen, to yellow, partially frozen, red is mud, and then green is all clear. And and I guess he's got, he had uh, Russian documents, documents relating to uh, South Korea, Egypt, Israel, because we're spying on our friends and our and our enemies, and of course we're we're fighting this Ukrainian war with a whole bunch of allies as well, and we've got obviously spies inside Russia, or maybe inside 
uh, you know, Egypt and Israel that's surreptitiously right. gathering intelligence and information and documents. So all those people are compromised. No, this yeah. this is this is a huge, huge dump of yeah, intelligence. His home is in a place called North Dighton, Massachusetts, twenty miles east of Providence. But he is reportedly stationed at Fort Bragg in North Carolina. But he may have just been on a quick leave to go home. And yeah, yeah, that's where he was taken into custody at North Dighton. Yeah. So, uh, so is this bigger than WikiLeaks, or I mean, that's the last time I remember a, well, a classified he, document leak of right. this nature? Explain this though. Eight months he's been posting this stuff, and he's posting it on real channels, and nobody in the U.S. government and the intelligence agencies, the military agencies, was aware that he was posting over a hundred pages of secret and top secret documents about military movements in the Ukraine war. They well, they, they don't scan all these sites. I I I think there's a billion. Chat groups out there, aren't yeah, but there? You, I mean, how would you even be able to well, monitor could, them all? You could do an algorithmic scan, like uh, when uh, when uh, Eric yesterday, right, used the word idiot on Twitter, and it was immediately flagged. Yeah, you know they, they've got they got an algorithm, a bot, and and it and it picks it up immediately. I mean, here it says Russia Ukraine status of the conflict as of the first of March. Really detailed maps in blue and pink and white, and they've got. All these, uh, all these, uh, yeah, I guess icons. Uh, it says like here's uh, Ukrainian forces is like a, a a gray box. Ukrainian reserve forces is is black. Contested area is red stripes on white, and they've got uh, about fifteen of those. And uh, here's the southern grouping of troops, the uh, northern gr central grouping of troops, eastern grouping of troops. So it was all the information exactly where the Ukrainian troops are. And imagine if Russia could know that. I think he could get upwards of 10 years. Oh, he should prison. get life. No, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I and I think this guy, if he's not compromised by another country, I think the guy just wanted to show off to his buddies. Oh, yeah, that he's got cool stuff. Because he started this in, in 2020 after the lockdown. From what I understand, he was bored. And he and his friends gathered online, and he showed off all these documents he had access to. And and his, the kids went crazy. They were like, "Twenty one year old should have this kind of access." It's just not enough maturity I, there yet. I, I know that's why I'm shocked he did have the access, unless he broke into a file or somebody else gave it to him. Because you wouldn't trust the judgment of a twenty year old with with these kind of uh, intelligence documents. There's another story here. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. It's time for Dodger baseball tomorrow at 7 o'clock, specifically. The Dodgers take on the Cubs at Dodger Stadium. First pitch at 7. Listen to the game in HD on the free iHeart app, live from the Galpin Motors broadcast booth, keyword AM570LA Sports. All right, coming up after the news at 3 o'clock, the Riverside County Sheriff, Chad Bianco, will come on the John and Ken show. He held a news event yesterday along with the Riverside County DA, Mike Hestron, about the dangers of California laws, particularly Assembly Bill 109. That passed in 2011. That's what we've referred to over the years on the John and Ken show as the prisoner dumping bill. And they wanted to make a show of it to all the media that would come and listen that it's allowing dangerous people to circulate amongst us. And we'll get the details from the sheriff 
after the news at three o'clock. The Washington Post. Did you read the story they did on? Uh, I guess he went by OG. Yes, this I is did. The, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a cool story. It is a cool story, which has a lot of details about what this uh, young guy, his name is Jack Teixeira, apparently was uh, leaking uh, classified uh, documents. OG, like original gangster. Yeah, the OG. Uh, and uh, it, the, the article talks about uh, uh, one member met OG about four years ago on a different server for fans of Oxide, a popular YouTuber who streams videos about guns, body armor, and military hardware. He said a group of avid members found the server too crowded, wanted a quieter place to talk about video game tactics, so they broke off into their own group, a small group. And they found this private Discord server, which came to be named Thug Shaker Central. And eventually, OG, who was the guy we're talking about, Jack Teixeira, effectively became the administrator. Well, he would spend hours uh, writing up the classified documents. I guess he... Uh he would type them onto now. the server so everyone could see, and they got tired of doing that, so we started taking the photographs and uploading those. He apparently, really bizarre, he was the undisputed leader. I don't know how many people were a part of this About group. 20, 25. 20? Oh, but he, he, remember, he described him as strict. He had a pecking order. Uh, when, when people's attention waned, he got angry. This is a 21-year-old that really uh, took himself very seriously. He would be, he'd fire off messages to all members of the group. He spent nearly an hour every day writing up these long and drawn-out posts in which he often added annotations and explanations for stuff that we normal citizens would not understand. His would-be pupils were more interested in YouTube videos without, about Battle Gear. But he got upset. If you guys aren't going to interact with them, I'm going to stop sending them. So eventually, he started sending out detailed charts of battlefield conditions in Ukraine, highly classified satellite images of the aftermath of Russian missile strikes in Ukrainian electrical facilities. Um, others sketched the potential trajectory of North Korean yeah, ballistic nuclear missiles. He wanted to show, off, wanted to show off yes, what so a big deal he was. Yeah, everybody said that. That's what they concluded, that he was trying to show us just how important that he was. He said he wanted to flex a bit. That like, hey, I'm the big guy here. He was showing off to his friends. And it's it says in the story that um, once the pandemic hit, this was a refuge for these teenage boys locked in their homes and cut off from real world friends. Yeah. So they would trade memes, offensive jokes, chit chat. They watched movies together. They joked around. They prayed. And OG was the leader who would bring his latest uh, supply of official top-secret government war crime, war documents, and uh, they'd all go crazy over it. So what they learned about OG, uh, and again, this is the man they arrested for leaking the classified documents. His name is Jack Teixeira. And he's only 21, a National Guard member. Uh, he wasn't hostile to the government, but uh, he didn't think the government was working on behalf of the country's interests. That may be. Uh, one said he's not a Russian operative. He's not a Ukrainian operative. But he did have a dark view of the government, he actually believed, remember the Buffalo supermarket shooting in May of 2022, mm -hmm. that the government uh, knew about it and didn't do anything because they wanted it to happen so they could, and you can probably guess, go for more regulation like gun laws. Some, somebody says that after every shooting, that it's a false flag shooting, that it's yes. meant as a distraction. Well, in this case, not. It's a real shooting, but... Right. Uh, uh, they let it happen because they wanted to uh, come down on the side of uh, more gun control and such. 
The uh, room on the server where he posted the documents, and he took photos of over 300 documents, he called it Bear versus Pig, which was meant to be a, a shot at Russia and Ukraine. I guess he didn't think much of those countries or their cultures. Oh, I see. You see? The people were told that they were not supposed to share the classified documents yeah, that okay. OG was sharing with them, but you can imagine that wasn't going to last forever. No, and somebody... And uh, you're right, there were about 25 active members who had access to the Bear versus Pig channel. Half were overseas, according well, to this Well, one of them posted on another uh, channel. Uh, his name was Wow Mao. <laughs> wow... Oh, yeah, wow, Mao. Right. wow, Mao. Oh, and, it's an underline. Uh, ten, oh, wow. ten documents appeared on Minecraft Earth Map. Minecraft is a wildly popular uh, military game oh, okay. online. And uh, people. Now were, they were now available to thousands of Discord users. <laughs> but the leak didn't come to the attention of U.S. authorities for another month. <laughs> yeah, I don't and know. And in the that. middle of March, he stopped sharing documents, images. So. But uh, they had to begin the search for him. Apparently, sometimes in the photos, you could pick out clues. <laughs> Apparently, one classified document you could see underneath it was like a hunting magazine. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just put him on the desk and took pictures and stuff like that. I mean, he's 21. It's a, it's a goofball. But uh, well, It says here, for all of his disdain for the federal government, there were, the members said there was no indication he was acting what he thought was the public interest by exposing official secrets. They were just supposed to benefit his online family, according to the member. He was what, not like a whistleblower. By the way, what kind of stupid system do we have that he was able to get a hold of hundreds of pages of documents? I mean, what, that's why I kept that's wondering. A, that's a massive breakdown. Yeah. A massive incompetent breakdown. And that nobody picked up on it for all these months he's posting it online? That's amazing to me. I don't know what level of competence I expected, but... I, 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 it couldn't occur to me that he could do this by himself. I mean, without help, without insiders, without there being some purpose to this beyond just impressing his buddies. It, should, it, just should, it absolutely just shouldn't happen. Coming up next, our guest is the Riverside County Sheriff, Chad Bianco. It's important you hear this because it deals with something we've been railing about for 12 years. 2011, they passed AB 109, the prisoner dumping bill, we caught it. And here we are years later, and the, the damage is uh, still rising. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.